Hello, and welcome to the Magnetically You podcast. I'm your host, Madison Zerdyke. I'm a mindset and energy coach here to help you feel your freaking best and manifest a life full of magic, miracles, and abundance. I know that whatever led you here did not happen by coincidence. So I am so excited and grateful to have you here. So let's let the magic begin. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetically You podcast. I am, I was going to say excited for today's episode because I feel like that's such a habit. I'm a little resistant about today's episode, actually, because today I'm recording an episode on things I'm afraid to tell you. So this was inspired by Jess Lively's podcast. She did an episode, it was years ago, actually, called Things I'm Afraid to Tell You and just shared all the things that she had kind of been like afraid to share on her podcast or things that she was holding back and just wanted to share those things in in the essence of kind of like freeing herself and also uh, helping others in the process of it and just reminding us all that like we're not alone and we all have fears. And I think there's so much connection and vulnerability, which has been a huge lesson for me in the last few years. And especially with marriage, I just continue to learn the lesson that (laughs) my mind resists and resists and resists being vulnerable. And then as soon as I open and become vulnerable, there's like a deeper, just freedom and connection (laughs) that's formed. So I was so inspired by that episode and it was so freeing for me to hear her share her things she was afraid to share. So I wanted to share some of mine and something that I shared in the last episode. There were like, it was a podcast about things like messages that I've been receiving from my intuition lately. And one of them was that like, you don't need to inflate yourself to make people think you're like more successful or more than you are. And you don't need to like hide parts of yourself again, to like make people think you're like more successful and like present this like perfect version of you. And that's definitely been a big lesson for me in the last couple of years, especially in having a business and sharing things. I definitely tried so much to do that being perfect in the first few years. And so this episode really is yeah, something that I'm, I'm excited to share, even if my mind is like, Oh, like, do we really need to do this? But my intuition is like, yes, yes, we are. So my intention actually is to record this as if nobody's ever going to listen. So we're going to see where it goes. But before we get into that, I just want to catch you guys up on what's been going on with me and my life in case it's fun for you to just, yeah, stay in the loop and hear updates. I know when I listen to podcasts, like I love to kind of just hear like, Oh, what's been going on for them? Like, I don't know why, but it's so interesting for me. So we just got back a, Oh my God, I guess it was like a month ago. Now time is like <laughs> flying by, but we, about a month ago, we got back from a like three week Europe trip. That was absolutely incredible. We went to Greece, Spain, and Portugal. And if you're curious about where we went or want recommendations, I actually started a travel blog in the last month called flowandwander.com. If you want to go check it out, all the Europe, all everything from our Europe trip is up. And there's so many, so many more things that I want to share on there, but I'll share them as it, as it flows. So yeah, that's been something that's been a really just like fun project. You could say that my intuition 
this so divinely led me to. So I've been creating for that, which has been really fun. And we had the trip, which was really amazing. And I actually went to Florida twice since we got back from Europe to spend time with my family and I got to meet my new nephew. So my little sister had a son and my older sister already has one son. And then she also recently just had a baby girl. So now I have two nephews and one niece and it is like, oh my God, just so incredible. The way that they bring me into such deep presence when I'm with them is such a gift. And I just like love the like innocence in their <laughs> energy and their presence and their, I don't know, just like sparkle in their eyes. It kind of like sounds weird, but I like, I don't know, just really connect with them and love them so much. And it makes me so happy. So that's been oh, something so special. What else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. I feel like that's like the main things it's been, I don't know. It just like, a, there's been a, like the, it's really all this year. It's just been like a deepening and deepening and deepening and deepening and deepening of going within myself. And that is something that also continues to deepen. And I've been spending a lot of my time, like connecting with my intuition and seeing where that leads me and releasing any of the like heavier emotions or energies that are coming up within me and really just something else too, like the last month that I've been really embodying even more and on a deeper level is like moment to moment doing what feels good and asking myself like what feels good right now, like what truly and honestly feels good for me in this moment and just giving myself permission to live moment to moment, like what feels good in this moment, what feels good in this moment and just trusting where that's going to lead me. So that's been, yeah, really a, a beautiful experiment. We'll say as well that I've been more intentionally focusing on, especially in the last month of like really intentionally reminding myself, like when I find myself like wanting to do something out of habit or out of should just being like, okay, hold on a second. Like, where is this coming from? And what do I really want to be doing? Not what do I think I'm supposed to be doing (laughs) or like, yeah, that kind of thing. So anyways, that's, what's been going on, but let's get into the episode. So I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it's 11, 11 ish things to share that I am afraid to tell you or resistant (laughs) to tell you. So the first is that the biggest area of struggle for me. Sorry, I'm drinking my coffee. The biggest area of struggle for me in the last few years in terms of feeling worthy and yeah, I think worthy is the correct word and whole within myself has been the area of like business and money. And I've come so, 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 so far with this in the last year. And especially the last few months. And I'm just really looking forward to the unconditional alignment in the area of business and money that I have with other areas in my life, like food. So at one point, if you don't know my journey, my like kind of, I don't know, spiritual and personal growth journey really started with intuitive eating because I had an eating disorder in high school that kind of like hid under the rug in college. And then after college kind of morphed into orthorexia and just a constant obsession and fear and worry. And like, oh my God, my brain is literally constantly worrying about food. And that at the time was its biggest area of like feelings of, I don't know, just like extreme attachment to control. And 
that was something that, so I went on in this intuitive eating journey and really starting following my intuition in the area of food and it like completely changed my life in so many ways. And I got to this place where like, I now for the last several years have had this like unconditional alignment around food and this like where my food, my relationship with food is like uh, pretty much entirely just led by my intuition. I don't have like, there's no right. There's no wrong. There's no rules. There's no like shame. There's no worries. There's no constant thinking about it. It's just like complete, like, I don't know, just like freedom and non-attachment and trust in that area. And I'm really excited that I know that like, because that was one area where my mind so desperately tried to get that like control in, but then I ended up finding the unconditional alignment and that I know that is available to me in the area of like business and money as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I can feel myself like really moving closer to that than I ever have been because in the past, so much of my journey with business was looking to other people for the answers and (laughs) spending a lot of fucking money on looking to other people for the answers and trying to do it the right way and their way. And then feeling really ashamed when I couldn't and trying to inflate myself and hide things to get people to like me and to get approval and to avoid disapproval and to get validation and to get people to want to work with me. And it was just this, like, there was so much entanglement of my self-worth and identity with business and achievements and I was just very caught up in this like chase of external success. And earlier this year, I just, it kind of like hit me like a ton of bricks that I was like in those patterns of looking to the others for the answers and trying to like put on all these masks to make myself who I think I needed to be in order to be successful and liked and worthy and chosen and da, 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 da. And I just kind of like hit me like a ton of bricks of like that truth with like such compassion earlier this year that I was doing that. And there's been so much of like a, a just like letting go and disentangling my self-worth from business and achievements and like how much money I'm making and like not making that like my everything and who I am. And if I, if it isn't looking the way my mind thinks it should be, then I'm wrong and I should be ashamed and I should like feel terrible. And it's like, no, my alignment is becoming less and less and less and less and less and less and less dependent and entangled with my external achievements. And it feels really, really, really fucking good to be finding that freedom in this area. But it is one that like my ego is like, is afraid of sharing that because like, this is my business. Like this podcast is part of my business. Like I'm here sharing. So it's very like, it's like uncomfortable for my ego to be like, like I'm here to help you and support you but I also struggle. It's like, it's like my mind wants to, again, be, be the perfect expert who never like struggles with anything, which is just like so ridiculous. We're all human. And so how I've been working through this and what has been like, just so, 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 so incredibly transformational. I can hardly put it into words is as any heavy feelings and emotions arise in me, or any triggers, any attachments, any feeling like I need to do something to get something or getting a, someone canceling their ritual queen membership. And then I kind of like feel this, like a feeling in my body that doesn't feel good. Like noticing any like situations like that, or even when it's not 
triggered by a specific situation. And there's just a heavy energy within me really doing the process that I do with my clients in the inner voice sessions of what releasing what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. It's basically unprocessed emotions and energies that kind of got trapped in the body because they were never fully felt or released. And it's as they come up in the now, it's actually like fully going into them and processing them and releasing them. And as I do, then I, the connection with my intuition is stronger and I'm able to act more in alignment with my intuition rather than seeking to fill my worth from things on the outside. So the, the things that have, I've been, you know, really focusing on is releasing the pain body and following my intuition, which is the work that I teach and like do with my clients. And so to continue like deepening that embodiment within myself has been just, yeah, really, really, really wonderful. And like, that's why I, there haven't been as many podcasts or I haven't been on social media um, as much, not because I'm like feeling bad in the area of business. And I just like, can't do it. Although totally have had phases in the past of doing that, but more so like now I'm actually listening to my intuition over what my mind thinks I should be doing based on its pain body and its conditioning and its reactions. And instead following my intuition and making peace, my number one priority and being trusting and open and willing to see where that, where that leads and like letting it, letting what is be enough and not always feeling like I'm not enough because I don't have what this other entrepreneur has or yada, yada. (laughs) So that is the first one. The second is that kind of related to that actually, which I kind of already shared a little bit in the last one. I got like, I guess you could say carried away onto the next one, but the core of like what has always been the most healing and impactful for me that I always have been coming back to. And the core of why I've always felt called to share about has been energy and intuition, but I lost, so I lost sight of that so many times getting caught up in the chase and this, like, I don't know, kind of like brainwashy part of the coaching industry and the like shining objects and losing my truth and myself and my message and what I thought I was supposed to say and who I thought I was supposed to be. And there's a part of me that's afraid that if I just talk about like peace and presence and energy and intuition, the things that have always been the most impactful for me and the things that I've just really come into even deeper alignment with in the last, like, especially a few months and year my mind is like kind of afraid that nobody will want to listen and work with me because people want the external achievements and they want the money and they want the success and they want the manifestations. And if I'm not telling people, if I'm not promising people that I can get them more money or manifestations or success or the relationship or the, whatever the body, like whatever it is in that, then people won't want it. But like, I'm no longer willing to be part of the narrative that reinforces the constant like chase and shame around like external achievements and like putting that above everything else. And it doesn't mean we don't get to have external achievements. Like we do. I am all for it. I am all for manifestation. I love manifesting shit. And it doesn't have to be, our alignment doesn't have to be so dependent on it or really dependent on it at all. And I know for me, 
like I, my priority has become inner peace and alignment above all else. And I know that for other people, like deep down, they want that too. And I think there's something within us all that recognize that recognizes that it, that is within us and it is not in external achievements and as appealing as it is to like, think that those are the things that are going to give us the feelings that we want and those feelings of worth and the feeling of success and the feeling of fulfillment and the feeling of joy. Like, I think we ultimately all know deep down that that's within us. And that is really the truth of what I want to continue sharing. And it was like, I feel like I definitely have gotten caught up in phases in the past where like my ego was like chasing like money and fame and success (laughs) above all else. And yeah, it's just, it's, feeling a lot better to focus on my inner peace and alignment above all else and being willing to see where that takes me. What else? The next one is my weird thoughts about death. So a couple things. The first is that it's like kind, I don't know if anyone else like has as weird of thoughts about <laughs> death as I do, but I'm like, I had this conversation with my dad and Trevor when we were in Florida a few months ago, actually, we were on the roof and it was dark outside and it was 4th of July. And we were looking at the fireworks and the stars and the night sky. And we kind of like got on this conversation of like space and the universe. And we were kind of just thinking these, like, I don't know, just like, uh, when you look at space and you really start thinking about space, you're kind of just like, what the fuck is this place we're living in? And like, what is beyond the sky and what happens when we die and all this stuff. So anyways, they were kind of just sharing their like thoughts about like, you know, what life means and what happens after we die. And death has always been a topic. I was very, 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 very uncomfortable with. I just hated it. I wanted to avoid ever talking about it. I didn't want to hear anything about it. And I think that's actually a huge like conditioning in our society. But anyways, I just felt like, like they were both so like, oh yeah, you live and then you die and it's fine. And I was like, but like, but how, how can you just be okay with it? How can you be okay that it's gonna like that the that we don't know what's gonna happen and how can I ever live a life big enough to be okay with dying like how could it ever be big enough how could I ever have enough time to do all the things I want to do how could I ever see all the beauty in the world and all the amazing places and all the amazing experiences all there's millions and millions and infinite infinite experiences that I will I'll never get to experience in this lifetime because you cannot possibly experience it all. Like there's like a tiny town in Italy that I'll never see in this lifetime. And like, I don't know, the bottom of the middle of the ocean or I don't know, just all these things that I just felt like, oh my gosh, like how can I ever live a life big enough to be okay with (laughs) dying at some point? And I also will say like, I'm more at peace with the idea of death than ever because as I've been on this journey of like going inward, I'm just realizing that there's like a place within me that's really, really, really steady and really, really, really constant. And I'm sort of starting to connect with this truth within me, that part, that essence, that energy lives on. And it's obviously like the, the, I think our essence and our energy and soul, you could say is, I don't know, lives on, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but like the personality, the character of Madison that I'm playing in this lifetime, the, the ego, the conglomeration of thoughts about who I am. I'm Madison. I'm 29. I was born in Virginia. I've done this in my life and I've done that. And I have a podcast and da, 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 da. it's like that, all of that, I don't know, compilation of like stories and experiences that we make up to be who we are the character I believe dies. So anyways, yeah, just my weird random 
thoughts about dying, but it feels like, it feels like good to be at a point where I can like, just, I don't know, share that freely and openly and not be so like emotionally charged by it. Like literally if I used to think of the word death in the past, like my heart would start racing. I'd be like, like shut it down. And now I like can, I don't feel that in my body right now. And I'm just kind of like exploring like, yeah, like what do I feel about this? What does my intuition say about this? And I've definitely had some conversations with my intuition that have given me a lot of peace in my intuition actually showed me the image of what I, when I asked about death, that it was like having your hair in a ponytail or like a ribbon and the ribbon untying and your hair kind of just like falling out to the sides where, and like how I interpreted that it's just, we're not bundled up in the same bundle of energy. Does that make sense? <laughs> Like, like Madison is a particular bundle of energy that is bundled together in this body. But I kind of have this like, I don't know, intuitive sense that after we die, like it's not the body and it's not the same conglomeration of energy, but it's kind of like, like the hair is still there. It just like, isn't tied up in the ribbon in the same way that it was before. So that's kind of what's been coming through on that topic. The next one is that I'm really, really, really excited to have kids. I'm starting, I don't know. There's like a weird thing in your body. I feel like, I don't know if other women feel this way, but I've talked to a few friends and like some of my sisters, like there's just like this like weird thing that like starts (laughs) taking over in your body where it's like the body, like literally like wants there to be a child created. And, um, so I'm excited to have kids and that desire is definitely like growing, but there's no like, yeah, rush or attachment or anything in that area for now. So we'll leave that at that. But what I'm afraid of is like, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my shit. (laughs) I'm afraid that I'm going to be constantly filled with fear of something happening to them. I'm afraid that when I put them in their crib to go to sleep, that I'll never sleep again, because I'm going to be so afraid. What if they stop breathing? What if they fall out of the crib? What if they hit their arm? What if their arm gets stuck in the crib? Like, I'm just like, I feel like I'm like, I'm afraid that I'm going to be filled with like (laughs) extensive, like worry and that I'm going to need like extensive, I don't know, therapy every day or something, you know, actually would probably be great. And I'm also afraid that I would fall into, I don't know, the typical like housewife mom role and that my like passions and other things may fall like on the back burner. But like, I don't think that's a bad thing or wrong. It's just something my like ego is kind of like, Ooh, like I it's afraid that it's doesn't want to like wrap its whole identity up in the mom thing. So yeah, I'm afraid to tell you that my husband makes a lot more money than me right now. I'm not really afraid to say this one. So it kind of didn't feel like (laughs) truthful when I said that, but it, I don't know, I guess uncomfortable or resistant to share, or maybe something that I was more resistant to share in the past. And it kind of feels like I'm less resistant to sharing it now. And it's funny because I, so I wrote this list of things I'm afraid to tell you about a month ago when I had the idea and there's, I've been like just sitting kind of with it knowing I was going to record the episode, but not knowing when, and just trusting that when I got the green light from my intuition, I would uh, record it. And in the meantime, I was having like resistance come up about it. And just whenever I would think about it, I would be like, Oh, I'm going to like be sharing that one thing. And like, Ooh. And so I think I've already like let go of a lot of (laughs) what used to feel like being afraid to share these things as I've just kind of like sat with this for a little while. But anyways, this one is that my husband makes a lot more money than me right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> my my brain is like that could totally change but who who gives a fuck and for a while I carried so much guilt and shame about this because my mind was like you should be contributing more and you're not contributing enough and my mind's uh an ego didn't feel worthy of receiving from someone else and it felt like it needed to all come through itself and through the business and through its own creations and if it's it's only worthy if it did it itself and not if it received anything from anyone else and obviously that's all a load of bullshit (laughs) um but the the ego will do what the ego does i guess The next one is that sometimes I'm afraid that nobody's really listening and benefiting from the podcast. I don't hear much from people listening. So sometimes it (laughs) feels like it's just going out into the ethers and it's just me talking to myself. And another one, this one actually is a new one that I added to the list as I was like, yeah, getting ready to record this today is that I sometimes wonder if anyone else has as weird or as insecure thoughts as me. And I would actually like consider myself like quite secure and confident in most ways. But then sometimes I'm like super in like, I don't know, different scenarios, like quite insecure. And it's like, hmm, that's interesting. So the other day I went to brunch with a new friend. We've like hung out a couple of times and we decided to go to brunch because we've only lived in, yeah. Alexandria, like DC for about a year. And I've made some friends, which is beautiful. And I would really a clear, like strong intention of mine is to continue making more aligned friendships. So anyways, I went to brunch with a, you know, fairly new friend the other day. And after the brunch, I was like, (laughs) overanalyzing and worrying about what people thought about what she thought. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was like, kind of like, I didn't want anything to be awkward. So maybe I was talking too much and oh my gosh, was I talking too much? And then I was like, like, oh my God, did she think I talked too much? And And then I, this actually brings up another memory. So Trevor's team from work came over and I made dinner for them the other night, which was so fun to meet the people that he works with. Cause I've never met them before. And we had a really, really great time, but after that, I was like, I noticed myself overanalyzing like, oh, like, did I, did I drink too many margaritas? Did they think I was a drunk? Like, did they like, think I was like crazy? Did they like, you know what I mean? Just like, I, and it's just like, wow. Like, I didn't know, like, I like, was that insecure about what these like new people thought of me? And it was like, I don't know, I guess like nice to like recognize. Cause I obviously like, I don't know. I don't care enough to let it like really weigh on me, but it definitely like came up. And so, yeah, that's that. The next one is I'm afraid to tell you that my life is really, 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 really easy. And I hardly do anything I don't want to do. And I'm, I think I'm kind of afraid to say that because it's kind of like my mind kind of feels like, oh, but like everyone out there else out there is like working hard and like suffering and sacrificing and you're just like fucking chilling and like is that really okay to like have it that easy when other people like have it hard and I have just made it my number one priority to put inner peace uh as my number one and my alignment as my number one and see where that leads me and I yeah have been working (laughs) and doing and actioning and productivity being (laughs) 
very little and like how a lot of how I spend my time uh, recently is going on walks and workout classes and meditating and going to coffee shops and a lot of self-introspection, a lot of releasing of the pain body when it comes up, a lot of talking to my inner voice, a lot of just laying on the couch and breathing, actually cooking probably and like making myself elaborate during the day and just having like an incredible freedom to do what I want to do. But I also did create this and choose this. <laughs> so I guess now my ego wants to defend itself and justify itself. So there's that. But yeah, that's one. Two more. The next one is that I don't really have any specific goals I'm striving towards right now. I feel like in the past, I was always like, I'm going for the 10K month. I'm going for the 20K month. I'm manifesting the Gucci bag. I was like very obsessed with my specific manifestations and I'm very non-specific right now, much more open. And I'm really just doing what feels good in the moment and seeing where that leads me. And so far it's feeling really fucking good. And I have no idea where it's taking me, but it seems to continue um, unfolding in ways that are beautiful, far beyond what my mind could have ever predicted or controlled. So yeah, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing or where the fuck I'm going. But like, also like, that's a little bit of an overstatement. Cause it's like, okay, like I obviously have like, you know, a general idea of what I align with and what I'm passionate about. And I do know that I want to continue like this podcast and my business, but like, ultimately there's like a big openness that wasn't there before. And I definitely have some preferences in my mind, but for, for me, at least right now, I know, like I've know enough by now to know that it doesn't help me to rigidly focus on one way my mind thinks things should be when like the truth is that the possibilities are um, endless. So like, why would I limit myself to one thing? And then like, I don't know, just create so much like entanglement and disappointment and, and discouragement when I could just like open and allow and love it all and manifest like unexpected magical surprises. And this doesn't mean that I think goals are like bad or wrong, or that I'll never have them again, or that you shouldn't have them, or that if you have them, you're not in alignment. Like, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means for me right now, it's not something I care to be like super focused on. And I'm like, letting that be okay. And just like, really, I don't know, like, uh, leaping and leaping (laughs) over and over and over into the, into the unknown, I guess you could say. The last thing I'm afraid to tell you is that about my weird, weird spiritual experiences, we'll call them, that I've been having recently. So I've been like some, there were like several occurrences. It hasn't happened, I guess, in like a month or so now, but like several occurrences where I would be sleeping and I would feel like I woke up, but I kind of think it was still a dream, but I'm not sure if I was awake or dreaming where I would like literally see somebody in my room and feel like it was so real and get really afraid and like, like have a hard time catching my breath and have like a racing heart. There was a presence there. Like, I think my intuition knew they were like safe and like fine presences, but it was just so like, I don't know, freaky to my mind. And then I would kind of like, come to you and just be like, what the, like, what the hell just happened? And it, it, it like, my mind is like, oh, that was like a dream. But like in my body, the experiences felt like so beyond like real. So to like wake up and to have felt it as if it like really, really, really happened was just like so interesting. So some weird shit in my dreams. 
And like my, yeah, I've, my like sleeping has been interesting. It's been like aligning for me. Like I've slept like on the dot eight hours a night for the longest time. And I actually used to have insomnia in case that's helpful for you to hear. It is possible <laughs> to um, not have insomnia after having insomnia because I had it for at least a couple of years, like eight years ago. And I literally would stare at the ceiling all night and like cry and just be so um, stressed and tired and felt like a zombie. Uh, for like two years. And anyway, so for the last several years, I've been sleeping wonderfully, pretty much like eight hours to the T like every night. And recently it's kind of actually seems like it's like coming back down, but we'll see. I'm just letting it be what it is, but it kind of feels like uh, there was like a phase where I was sleeping like 10 or 11 hours some nights. And I was like, what is happening? Like for so long it was eight and now I'm like sleeping way more, but I think there was just a lot of processing and releasing and integration going on in my sleep. So it's like my intuition wanted me to continue sleeping so that a lot of that processing and integration could be happening while I was sleeping. So that was really interesting. And I was started having a lot more of dreams of like resolution, which was really cool because like, I don't know, in the past, a lot of my dreams were just like super fucking nightmarish, just like worse than horror movies. I like was going out of my subconscious. I don't know. But a lot of my dreams recently, there's been a lot of like resolution where they end in a peace. There's a peaceful ending. There's a resolution to some sort of situation or something. So that's been really cool, but yeah, it just feels like there's, I don't know, this like weird, like fusing of my awake life and my dream, uh, life. That's been, I don't know, just an interesting, um, experience kind of feels like something's, something's going on, like in a good way, but yeah. So we'll see how that continues unfolding. And then the other kind of like, I don't know, just like weird spiritual experiences, I guess you could call them is like over the last few months, I kept having this sense of like, I don't, I don't know anything. And it's funny because I think I have let go so much of like living in the past and the future and to like mentally know something is to use the past and the future to like know something now, hopefully I'm making any sense, but if not, whatever. And just realizing that like, there's so much more beyond what my mind can even process that like, I've just become self-aware enough to know that I really don't, I don't know. Do we really know anything? I don't know. So I'm just, I don't know. That's weird. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense, but I actually like feel like it kind of does. And maybe it will resonate for some people because after I had been feeling that for a few months, I read, um, in some of Eckhart Tolle's work about how, like, I don't know, something, some part of like spiritual development was like this, like really kind of like realizing that we don't really like I don't know, to have this almost like humbleness that like, we don't really know. And like, it's okay to not, it's okay to not know. And that's more like, I don't know, just like trying to have like a mental knowing, but I do believe we all have this like direct experiential knowingness within us, which I would call our intuition, but it's like, it's knowing that, you know, something without knowing how you know it. Whereas like mental knowing is like knowing something because you like wrote a paper on honey, you wrote a PhD paper or thesis, whatever you call it on honey, but you've never actually tasted honey, you know? So anyways, I'm going to stop there because I feel like this is just getting weird and I'm not making any sense, but maybe I am. So yeah, let me think if there's anything 
I'm going to ask my intuition now if there's anything else that I want to share in this episode before we wrap up. I guess the last thing would be is that like, I'm kind of afraid that this isn't going to resonate and that people are going to think I'm like crazy and like, what is, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid of how this episode will land. So yeah, there you go. Things I'm afraid to tell you. I hope this episode served you. And I would, I would love to hear like, I don't know if what, if it brought up anything in you, or if there's anything that you resonate with or anything you want to share, feel free to message me on Instagram at madison.arnholtz. I would love to continue the conversation with you and, you know, hear if anything just landed or resonated with you. And I hope this serves, not that you need my permission at all, but I hope this maybe serves for you as a permission slip to share your own vulnerabilities in a way that feels aligned and true for you and in a way that feels really good for you. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Magnetically You podcast. If this episode served you, I ask that you share it with someone who it could make a difference for or share it on social media and tag me at Magnetically You. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the magic and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being here and I will see you in the next episode.